All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Blood, Bourbon, and Bull podcast. Uh, I got an old family friend, actually, this week. Uh, Chris, you want to kind of explain, I guess, old family friend and introduce yeah, yourself? Sure. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'm Chris Hemphill. I am um, an old family friend, although for me, it's just family. Like, I wouldn't say even just a friend, but I mean, I think that there's an evolution there that we we might discuss. Um, and I've known the Santana family since, um, let me think, gosh, 1992. So many, many years. So actually that, that actually works pretty good. And I think we kind of started on the podcast. We we're kind of pre-chatting about, uh, the, I guess the, like the goal of the podcast and what I was trying to do with the podcast. Um, and I don't know if you've listened, you've listened to a few episodes we talked about, but, but I have a, quite a few with my best friend, Micah. So a similar kind of scenario where I have a good friend that I've had in my life, probably as long as you were, in, you've been in Sally's life and in the family's life. So I definitely understand the concept of friends that are family, but I guess yeah. I want, we were going to have you on today. We were going to talk about um, kind of the outsider's perspective of the family legacy that I, I've kind of spent a couple, you know, whatever. 24 episodes talking about on and off. Um, so you want to kind of give me a, 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 I guess your introduction to the Santana family? Sure. Um, so I come from a military family. My dad was active duty air force, um, just like Pa. And we moved to Valdosta when my dad got orders to Moody in 92. And actually I had, um, we got there in the summer and my, my have two younger brothers and they were in, uh, like peewee football or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but um, so at football practice, I actually met Carlos and Pa and, um, and Gloria and then school started. So that was kind of like a introduction to the family and they were just super nice. And then school started and I had class with Anid, with your aunt Anid, and we became fast friends, like super connected. We just, like just had a great like time and, you know, like she had a great sense of humor and we were just goofy together and we had um, drama together. Um, and so then Anid brought me home to the Santana household shortly after school started. I mean, we just like, we clicked. And then the next thing I know, I was completely submersed in, in the Santana household. I mean, I was there often every time that I could, you know, got a chance dinners, um, you know, after school, checking in, picking her up, she would have me over, you know, her picking me up, bringing me over. And then, um, you know, I just got to know the, the family in its entirety. And then at some point shortly thereafter, I met Sally. And Sally was at the time living, you know, she was in an apartment and um, she's, Sally's, you know, a few years older than I am, several years older than I am, I'll say, but I'm not going to, you know, I won't rat her out and reveal her her age here, but she might kick me for that one. Um, but immediately, I will say almost immediately, Sally became a big sister to me. And so both Anita and Sally were very close to me and they, they were sisters to me. Um, and this was, I'll, I'll go back and say, this was my sophomore year in high school at Lowndes High School and Anita's senior year. And Sally was, um, you know, already graduated living in an apartment, like I said, and we used to go over and hang out and spend time with Sally. And, and it was kind of like a getaway. Like we could kind of sort of just go hang out and be 
unruly teenagers, but, um, but still safely kind of just hang out without feeling like we were going to, um, you know, like our parents were okay with, you know, with us being over at Sally's cause it was, it was Sally. She was, you know, she was a responsible young adult, right? Yes. Um, yeah. But all at the same time, of course, then I meet, you know, then I've, I, I'm like all in on the Santana family. I mean, I just felt like welcomed right away. So Ray and Ray was married to Debbie, you know, your dad was married to Debbie at the time and you guys were, um, you know, I think you were probably grade school age. I want to say at the time, Josh was maybe two. So what does that make Sarah and you? I mean, I so, think so you were. If you would have, in, in 92, I would have been about, I would have been four or five. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you were kindergarten age. And Josh yeah, and was. Then, so Sarah would have been three, give or take. And Josh would have been maybe 18 months. Yeah, maybe not even. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty. Yeah, there you go. I mean, depending um, on time of year, right? Obviously, like if you, if you yeah. come in late in the year, I'm five, or if you, if you know, yeah. So yeah, I want to say that you had started kindergarten that year. Um, at any rate, um, I think the one thing that took me, and I, you know, I, I, I was thinking a lot about this. Like, how am I gonna, you know, how am I gonna explain this while giving, like, you know, giving credence to what your family offered without, like getting too lost in my family situation. But I will just say this like briefly, like, you know, my family situation was not great. My mom and I really don't have a tight relationship. I mean, we're good, but it was never a tight relationship back then. Um, and my parents were not, not that uh, model mom, dad, husband, wife uh, relationship, you know? Um, so there was a lot of, you know, there was, there were a lot of things going on at home that, um, kind of prevented me from seeing what a real family unit aside from my tight relationships with my three brothers, but it, it kind of prevented me from seeing what they like, like whatever a true loving relationship um, between a husband and wife would be and what it meant to have these uh, traditions that were not tainted by sort of, you know, disagreements and arguments. And, um, and that's what the Santana's immediately like gave me like being over at, you know, uh, Tito and Gloria's house was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. And they, um, there was this unity that they just welcomed me into the entire family. And that's like, I was immediately struck by that. Um, it just, it just, it got me, sucked me in. And I was like, I was forever, you know, forever, um, a part of the family in my heart, you know, like that your family was a part of my family in my heart. And, and that just, uh, that really touched me. It's funny um, because I know I know you say that the, the uh, and I, I'm not I don't know your family specific history or anything like that, but I, it's funny that you say that you know, it was all all welcoming and smiles. I, I uh, and I'm sure you've been around long enough. It's funny how like it was it was it was very loving and very smiling. I'm not saying that, but it also got very heated at times. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> So Definitely. it's just funny to hear the outside perspective on that. We're like, and and because well, I know, I know, especially when, when this is just kind of a thing, you always keep it together for guests, right? And that was sure. Um, and they were very good about that, right? Yeah. So until absolutely. you're part of the family, it's a very, very like. Yeah. Well, that was just the introduction. Let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you. I was around long enough, and in many situations where, yeah, I mean. I think that that was what was so endearing because you saw, I saw the loving side of the family. And I knew that of course, you know, every family puts on a, you know, puts on a, a facade of like, 
here's our, you know, here's our, uh, here's our face, you know, here's our presentation face, but I know where you're coming from. Like there were times where I'd be around, I mean, man, there were, (laughs) there were times and need, especially, um, she would butt heads with your grandpa. Like Paul would, he, they would just definitely butt heads. And there were stories that I heard and there were, you know, I know I've been around when Sally would butt heads. Um, so, but you know, those things happen in every family. I think I just, um, I think that you're probably right. Like, you know, like from an outsider's perspective, I'm going to see it differently than you do, you know, for sure. Yeah, no, I, and I, I wouldn't change any of the, the family I was brought into. I, I got really lucky, um, but, it, but it is, it's always interesting to hear that kind of the outsider. Oh, you guys were very like, and we were a very loving family, but if, you know, you guys were very like calm and, you know, collected, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it got heated after everyone left. As soon as politics or, or religion or anything, any oh, of those things yeah. got brought up. Oh was, my gosh. Yeah. It got really heated really quick. Yes. No, I, I have been part of those conversations from time to time um, over the years or have seen like, I remember your Paul posting stuff on um, Facebook, which is really kind of funny because I took it with a lighter heart than say like your dad or your, you know, your aunts or your uncle, like, I was like, ah, it's just your dad, guys. Let him be. And, and they were like, no, he can't post stuff like that. <laughs> like, leave, leave him alone. He's got his own opinions. And like, you know, that's, you know, again, from an outsider's perspective, I was like, nah, no harm, no foul. Let him have his moment, you know. And it's it's, it's funny because it, it it has shaped each one of their opinions. Like I, can, I, I know how it shaped my dad's opinion, right? My dad doesn't share his opinion 100%, but he, he's a lot closer aligned. Like, so my dad and Sally are much more closer aligned with my grandfather's like way of thinking than uh, a need for sure. And I think Carlos is kind of somewhere in the middle out of it. Honestly, I haven't sure. talked to Carlos on that level ever. Um, yeah. And then I, I, I align close to my dad. So similarly to my grandfather. So I, I kind yeah. of get it, but I'm also, I, I toe the line a lot more than either of them. Uh, like those conversations were always fun to me because I, I would, I would agree with points from both sides and just be like, yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> just jump in randomly on either side. Yeah. yeah. How can I stir the pot to make this more interesting? Yeah, what, what, I know I, I got a good point here. That's going to, you know, going to feed a needs argument or I got a good point here. That's going to feed my dad's <laughs> argument. Yeah, I can see that. That's, you know, and honestly I could see like, um, you know, I haven't had an opportunity to hang out with Carlos much over the years, but I, I could see him being that same personality. Like you have that same trait where he would like, you know, he's very, he tries to be very impartial and he would say like, well, you know, she has a good point or he has a good point over here. And, and in reality, I mean, he was still standing his own ground, but uh, you know, he was just trying to be impartial where he could and maybe just to stir the pot a little bit, you know? Well, I think so. He, he's the youngest and I th- I don't remember the exact age difference between uh, him and a need, but I know between him and my dad, it's like a decade. Like there, there's a huge age gap there. Oh so yeah. Yeah. He was like, so I think like all joking aside, I think me and Carlos are about the same age gap as Carlos and my dad. For sure. Um, yeah. So it, it's Carlos was like, just kind of my grandfather had adult children when Carlos was a child. Yeah. Um, so he, Carlos was kind of like, he had a lot more influence from, uh, I guess my dad and, and aunt Sally and, and probably, yeah. Elite. I don't know how much, I don't remember how much older they are, but yeah, yeah he, well, he had a lot more, I guess my grandfather was old and not old, but you know. 
Yeah, no, I, and I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I do remember Carlos spent a lot of time. As a matter of fact, Carlos and I were, were, um, you know, I tra- he, again, you know, this your family was like my family growing up, and I still consider them family. Um, so when I was, you know, still living in Velasta, um, Carlos was, Carlos is three years younger than I am, and um, I always treated him as if he were a little brother. And my brothers are four and five years younger. So it was like I had Carlos, Jeff, and David. Those are Jeff and David's my, you know, brothers. Mm-hmm. So they were, um, you know, I just treated him, treated him the same as I tra- treated my brothers. And we, we had a really good close relationship. So, you know, big sisterly conversations we would have or um, just goofing off together. And, and it's funny now that we're talking about it. I remember Carlos and I used to watch... Um, Gosh, what is that show with um, Fred Savage, that old... Uh... Oh, um, Wonder Years. Wow, yeah. We used to watch Wonder Years together. <laughs> that was like the goofiest thing, but we were hooked on it. Hooked on it. We used to watch it and laugh about it. And it was just silly, silly stuff, you know? That's actually funny because that's a weird... Like, those one... <laughs> I call that a core memory for me. What? The Wonder is, Years? Yeah, the Wonder Years at the house... Oh, uh, over off a radar site, what was the name? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I like that is a core memory. Like that is one of legitimately one of my first memories in life. That's hilarious. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty funny. I actually rewatched it as an adult. Did you yeah, you know what? I need to go back and see. What did you watch it on Netflix or something? I need yeah, to go it was on Amazon it. Prime not too oh, long ago. I'm so. gonna I'm gonna have to go search for it. So I, I think years, and I only got memories. through like the first season or two, but it was it was as good as I remember it being. At, you know, seven, eight years old. (laughs) That's pretty funny. I didn't know. I didn't realize that that was sort of a a show that was impactful to you, too. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know that it was impactful like that. It was just like, like, I don't don't know. I just something like that show stuck out to me is like that show always got was always on in the house. That and uh, Sabado Gigante. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So like, it's just funny because I don't like, I never spoke Spanish. I don't, I understand Spanish pretty well, but I've never spoken Spanish very well. Um, that's funny. You know, that's funny. I, I did not the know show. that. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I honestly, I, I just kind of assumed that, um, that you were fluent as well. Like I just, you know. No, that's always fun because. Like we talk about the conversations my grandfather had and when any of like the relatives were coming from Puerto Rico or something, it, the conversation was only in Spanish. Yes. So I picked up real, not quickly, but like I know what they're talking about. I know kind of what's going on. I missed some of the detail of, you know, whatever, but I, I right. always understood what was going on. So I, I understand Spanish pretty well. I cannot articulate back what that, I mean. You, uh, listen, but I can hilarious. tell you in English. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny because, um, so I'm going to go back to like when I was a teenager going over to the house, right? Like, um, and, and I had taken Spanish, I guess, like a couple of years before that I had a teacher, you know, grade school, middle school. And, and I, and I actually babysat for her and she taught me Spanish, um, for a few years. And then I, I didn't use it again. I dropped it. I, you know, there's nobody to speak Spanish to, um, came back to the States was, um, you know, became engaged with your family. And then suddenly it was like all this Spanish, you know, and I knew like when, when I went to the house, like if there were things that your dad or your mom, or excuse me, not your dad and your mom, but your granddad and your grandma didn't want 
other people to know. They would totally speak in Spanish, but then they would speak in English to me. And then over time, and they had no idea that there was some familiarity there with me. And over time, it would like come back to me. So um, I could understand what was being said. And I, I distinctly remember this one day that your grandma asked Anid, like we were standing in, um, you know, in the edge of the kitchen and she looked at Anid and I and said, um, you know, Anid, what do you want for dinner? Do you want blah, blah, blah? And, or do you girls want whatever for dinner? You know, whatever it was, pork chops or whatever. And, and I said, yeah, that sounds good. And she goes, and your grandma was like shocked. She was like, oh, you understand Spanish? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't speak it. I, but I'm good enough to understand what you're saying. Yeah. So to this day, uh, you know, when there's like, you know, when they're together and they're all speaking, like I've taken Spanish as an adult again. And, and I just cannot, you know, practice makes perfect and I don't practice it. So I can't get it to go from the brain to the mouth. Um, but I can hear things and sort of get things out of context. And I guess if I, you know, if I was around it more, I, I might have a better understanding, but it is kind of funny because um, your grandma's done that to me, even as an adult, and said, um, "Oh, Chris, I forgot. You know, I forgot you. You kind of understand, or you know, I you heard what I said." And I said, "Well, I I caught parts of it. You know." Yeah, I, I get enough to know know what was going on. Uh, yeah. So back to like when we were, you know, when I was a teenager, um, there were times when like Chito would be so, you know, he would be so mad, like you know at a need and trying to hold it together, but still like, because here I am a sort of a guest and he was still like trying to reprimand her, but he would try to do it in a way that wasn't, um, you know, he would speak in Spanish to her, but he would try to uh, withhold his, um, like his true frustration. And, but I could hear the words that were coming out of his mouth and I was like, we'd walk away and I'm like, man, you're in trouble. Your dad's so mad at you. He'd fix the tone a little bit. Not yeah, he would change his tone a little bit, but he would still like and say something like, "We're going to talk about this later," you know. Yeah, uh, it's, that's I, hilarious. It's so funny. funny. Did it? Did that ever change? Because I know um, some Mike, my best friend for twenty-ish years. Um, I remember going over to his house early, like in our friendship, and it being kind of very like taboo for him to get in trouble. And then by the end of it, we were getting grounded together. Oh, oh yeah. No, there's so it's funny that you should ask that. So no, there was a point in time like my, so we, you know, in our chronological, you know, um, setting here, we're still talking about me just hanging out at the house. There was a time that, um, again, you know, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, steal away from, you know, the Santana story, but just to give you some insight, like there was a time with my family, things were not good, you know, like seriously not good. My parents were going to get a divorce. Um, and I, at some point, well, let me, you know what, actually, let me back up. Cause here's a little funny story that I don't know that you're aware of. Anid and I were, um, so very close and we had, I'm going to tell you, this is actually pretty funny. We had become so close so quickly that, uh, some of our classmates in drama had asked us that, and I, I won't tell you her name, but I remember distinctly to this day who it is, um, asked us on a drama field trip, you know, she was being kind of nosy and she wanted to know, like, why, how do you guys know each other so well? And why are you so close so quickly? You know, Chris is new to, um, you know, Lowndes High School and you guys seem like you know each other. Well, like just on 
like on a just we just improvised and Anita and I told her this story about how we were sisters um, that we shared the same dad and that our parents had not stayed together but like at some point uh, you know our dad and and her mom you know Gloria and Chizo had split up for a time my mom and and Chizo had um, a relationship and then I came from that relationship Chizo went back to Gloria my mom met somebody else we all went our separate ways. And then suddenly I'm, you know, I didn't know the family very well because my, my dad was active duty air force and we traveled the world and came back. Suddenly we're in the same location and now it's time to, you know, like really face the music and meet for me to meet the other side, my dad's side of the family. So we told this ridiculous story, right? It was absolutely, you know, like just a joke, but this was on a weekend trip. And by Monday morning, she had spread that rumor to everybody that she knew. And by the time we walked into school, the enti- everybody we knew thought that we were actually relatives. They thought that we were sisters. They assumed that the story was true. And that story um, evolved to, obviously, they know that, you know, Anid Santana has, uh, you know, Ray and Sally and Carlos, those are her siblings. And I'm also now a sibling. And it became such a thing. I mean, look, you know, we got, <laughs> it got to a point where Anid would stop by my classroom and say, um, you know, if I wasn't there, ask for me. And the, when I got to class, my teacher would say, hey, your sister came by to get you. Um, and it and it actually got so far as to, by the time, you know, Anid graduated and I was, um, you know, she was out of school and I was a junior. There were several times when Anid and Sally um came to the school office and checked me out and the administration would call over the intercom. And it was like a Ferris Bueller moment. Like I knew that like they, they were coming to get me and it would be like, you know, the intercom would break in like, um, hi, Miss Wallace. This is so-and-so from the office. Can you call um, Christina Hemphill to the, uh, yes, her sisters are here to check her out. It was it was incredible. I cannot believe it. Like hook, line and sinker, the city of Valdosta believed it. We worked together at the music store. People at the music store thought that we were all sisters. And of course, it, it helps that I have curly hair. And we were like, well, you know, her dad's white. I mean, her, her mom's yeah, white. Yeah, so it's, of like, course you have blonde curly hair. That makes perfect yeah. sense. In, yeah, in, like, in like, well, her mom's of, white, her Georgia. dad's Puerto Rican. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, it's feasible, right? It worked. Yeah. Uh, it's that That's funny because I've heard parts of that story, never in its entirety. Yeah. Uh, so I, didn't, that I didn't know is- the origin of it. I did know that they had checked you out. A few times, oh, yeah. I knew that they like it was believed enough that whatever. I didn't know the origins of the story. It was believed enough that um, even years later, if when I would visit Velasta, people would ask, or even you know um, when I was there, you know, people would ask, uh, "Hey, how's your sister?" And I would say, well, "It was so believable that I we like began to it? believe it ourselves." <laughs> like it just became a thing. Like, well, which one are you talking about? Yeah, you know, and and since I've been away and come back, you know, with my own like marriages and out of being out of, you know, out of the state. Um, the times that I've come back, I mean, it's funny because Anid would still introduce me that way. Um, Aunt Sally still introduces me that way. Like, Hey, this is my sister. You know, this, Oh, you, you remember my sister and they, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Like nobody knows. I mean, why bother, you know, at this point it was so far gone. Why our funny prank turned out to be like, well, just kind of weak kind of made it work yeah uh not not exactly the same 
that's how Micah introduced me here when we first started. So there are people around like Navarre that still think we're brothers. Uh, and it doesn't help that his, his, uh, his son calls me uncle. Oh yeah. Cause he's Hawaiian. So like everyone's uncle and it just makes sense. Right. Oh sure. Yeah. But I, you know, I could see that. I, I could see that working. Yeah. So it, yeah, there are people that just don't know and you know, they, yeah, they but, just, I mean, okay. Why correct him? You know, I mean, it's, I guess that goes back to me saying, look, for me, the Santanas are family. That is my family. That was, they were such an impactful and still are impactful uh, influence on my life. That like, that's, that's family. There's no, no need to correct it, you know? Yeah. What episodes did you listen to? I assume the one with um, Sally. I listened, so I listened to one with Sally because um, she told me that that was uh, one that she was doing with you with the um, chat about, you know, adult children. And I said, you know, once I listened to it, I said, well, I'm, I'm waiting on the next episode because I, I really want to hear how that conversation evolved, you know, um, because as you know, Sally and I are um, very much in line with each other as far as life experiences go and the ages of our children. Um, and then I listened to another one with Josh and I can't for the life of me. And I mean, it was a while ago. It was early on, um, when Sally had shared with me that you were doing these podcasts and, um, mm-hmm. gosh, I just cannot for the life of me remember what the subject matter was, but it, but it was intriguing. I thought it was really interesting. And I, say with I, Josh, I, it was probably mental health. 